Uh, let us stand on our feet. Turn to the book of St. John. Chapter 16. Verse 21. A woman when she is in travel. Are you there? A woman when she is in travel has sorrow because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembereth no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. Umukazi bwarumu ebisa alabe naku kubange chisela chechituse na yo mwana wamaro kuzari wa natacha jukira kurumwa Ore sanyu eliokuzaro muntu monsi. And ye now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall be, shall rejoice, and your joy no man taketh from you. Kale na mwe kakano muna kuwala, na ye ndi balaba na te, ne mitima jamwe jidi sanyuka, ne sanyuri ya mwe, tewali muntu aliva jako. Amen. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. Amen. A woman when she is in travail her sorrow because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child she remembereth no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. Amen. The prophet here starts by saying, I believe that Jesus here was speaking of, as he said, you will have sorrow. But your sorrow shall be turned to joy. Speaking to his disciples here, knowing that the birth of Christianity was coming into existence. And now the old has to die in order that the new is born. To have anything that gives birth has to have pains of distress and, a, and certainly was going to go through the pain of distress and anguish to get from the law and to grace. Isn't it wonderful how the Holy Spirit expounds the scriptures. If you just read it in the Bible like that and you just just register what you have read only. You think he was just talking about women delivering. But he only used it as an illustration. But he was talking about Christianity 
that was about to be born. Amen. Amen. No more natural bath types the spiritual bath. All things of the natural is types of the spiritual. And we find out if we look out here on the ground and see a tree in the earth growing is struggling for life. That goes to show that there is a tree somewhere that doesn't die. Because it's crying out for something. Amen. Amen. Even trees, when you see them struggling to live, you've seen them. They try to look for light. They try to struggle. Sometimes they dry because of the conditions. But they keep, they hide their lives in the, in the roots. And in a better season, it comes up again. It is struggling to live. And it's a sign that there is a tree somewhere which does not die. Do you believe in the new world there will be trees? Will they die? No. They will live eternally. So it's like an instinct of intelligence that tells them that they are not supposed to die. So they struggle to live because there are trees somewhere which do not die. We find people no matter how old, how sick, what condition they are crying out to live. Because it shows there is a life somewhere where we live. Live forever. I have noticed it was very common in the time when AIDS had uh, was ravaging people. Which it still kills. But they have found a way of managing it where someone can live long with. But in those years, in the late 80s, when it would get someone, they would have to live for two years. And they, it just tears them to pieces. You know, their hairs break. Their lips break. Their eyes are, you know, they, they, like they are watering down. 
the diriot badukana the skin becomes ash you have not seen how it was to know how bad AIDS is. Because by the grace of God, God has given man some knowledge. So we don't praise man, we praise God. Who has, uh, by the grace of God, he, did, he allows them to discover something that can ease the situation. That even those who are HIV positive, they live, they live looking normal. Healthy. Strong, they continue on with life. You can hardly tell they are they are sick until they die. But it never used to be that way. Why they called it slim? Because it would drain someone. However fat one is, you find them like a, a little log. Steamed. hanging down. And the skirts are running down. They have to tie them. Slim. Slim. But in those, in those times, in those days, we know we lost a lot of relatives, a lot of friends and acquaintances. By it, but you'd find them on the on the deathbed. You know it's just it's just a matter of few days. And he's planning things. And when you talk, you hear them planning. They're planning tomorrow. I have a plan to build that. I have a plan to buy land somewhere. Start a certain project. Planning. Planning. Long future. Planning. And they are dying. It used to disturb me. I would, I would wonder. How can this person who who should know that he is dying. Why should he be planning future? And sure enough, it would take them a few days. They die. But they die planning. Even today, you can know this by you find an old person, an old man, an old woman who should be thinking of dying, but they have big plans for, for big future, for a long future. It is true. Amen. Amen. It is very true. Why? Why? 
Because man is supposed was made to live. Amen. Because it shows there is a life somewhere where we live forever. That's what it indicates. I have heard Put it the go kun on a far restaurant. It is a beautiful home. Oh, built by G, the son of Yeah, we never It is a land where we'll never grow old. You find even the old trying to to behave young. They try to disguise their gray. They try to shave shaurin. Because they don't want that gray head. They despise their death. Why? They don't want to live. They don't want to die. That's a sign <laughs> that there is a land where we will never grow old. There is a land where we shall not die. Bible Gamba. The Bible says the deep calleth unto the deep. You cannot long for something that doesn't exist. You cannot long for something that doesn't exist. Thanks be to the Lord. I remember that time AIDS was so scary. If I go back a little to the issue of it. At the time I got saved, I had a conviction to get saved. But I remember my approach, how I informed people that I wanted to get saved. I started preaching the gospel straight away. I would ask young men of my age I'll ask them if you do know that you've gotten AIDS, what would you do? They would tell me I would kill myself. I would tell them you are a fool. And you kill yourself and go to hell. Is there a peace in hell? Isn't the pain that is in hell more than the pain that is brought by AIDS? For me, if I would find out that I have AIDS, I would get saved. That's what I used to tell them. I would get saved. And one of those people that I spoke to those words, he got AIDS and he killed himself. You see? So, but let us come back into the thought here. Man is struggling to live. 
Never be surprised when you see them at the verge of death or when they are too old but they are struggling to protect their things. They are struggling, they are quarreling for their wealth. They have gathered here. There is something in them that shows that they are not supposed to die. They are not supposed to age. There is a life somewhere where we shall not die. There is a life somewhere where we shall not grow old. Now in 1 John 5, 7, I believe it is if I'm not mistaken, it says, there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one. There are three that bear record in earth. That's water, Amazi, blood, Musai, and spirit. No more. And they agree in one. Now notice. The first three are one. The second three are three. Which agree in one. Cannot have the father without the son. You cannot have the son without having the Holy Ghost. But you can have the water without the blood. And the blood without the spirit. Amen. I think through our ages has proved this to be true. Water, blood, spirit. Justification, sanctification, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The types or makes an antitype which takes away from the natural birth. Look, when a woman or anything in travel for the bath, the first thing comes to pass the breaking of the water. A normal bath. Second thing is the blood. And then comes life. Water, blood, spirit and that constitutes the normal natural bath we are not talking about cesarean we are not talking about these other way, methods we are talking about the normal natural bath whether it be God sheep cow human being whatever you can think of when the time to deliver comes the first thing that comes is water. A sack of water. It breaks. And then what follows is the blood. 
And then the child, the baby comes out. Which is life. Which is spirit. Amen. Amen. And so in the natural realm. Uh, in the spiritual realm. Brother, it's water. Justification by faith. Believing on God. Receiving him as your personal savior. And being baptized. Second. Is sanctification of the spirit. That God cleanses the spirit. From all elements of the world. And the desire of the world. And then the Holy Spirit comes in and gives you new birth and fills up that sanctified vessel. Let me explain. It doesn't matter how many times you have heard this. Sometimes we think people have heard this. But what, what about those who have not heard it? We shall not separate classes and say, We shall not separate classes and we say, This is for the young ones, this one is for the elderly ones. And also, if you have heard it, have you attended it? Amen. Amen. So you may have heard it. You have not attended it. You need to be reminded. Just as in the natural. So is the spiritual birth. Brother Bram said, I've been a member of the Branham family. Brother Branham said, So many years. He said, But I never joined it. I was born in it. So to be a Christian. You don't join. You get born into it. You are born into the family of God. Not joining. But being born. Today. It is about church joining. Are you a Christian? I'm a, I'm a Catholic. I'm a Christian. I'm a Methodist. I'm a Methodist. I'm a Christian. I'm a message believer. I'm a Christian. I'm a Pentecostal. I'm a Pentecostal. I'm a Christian. I'm born again. I'm born again. You ask them even what is being born again. How did you go through it? How did you go Attain it. You realize they just joined. So Christianity is not church joining. Amen. It is not joining a church. It's not joining a religion. It's not joining a group. It's not a come join us. You are born into it. And when we talk about being born, then we have 
to apply the principles that compose a bath. The first thing in the natural bath is water. Amen. Now, also in the spiritual, what begins is justification by faith. That is the breaking forth of the water. A human being, you came out of your mother's womb when you were a sinner. You have a nature of sin. However much you are born by someone who is Even if you are born by a pastor. Even if you are born by a reverend. Even if you are born by, Even if you are born by the prophet. Tiazala, what he produced is not a Christian. Tiazala mutukufu, he didn't birth a holy person. He birthed a sinner. Because for him when he got saved, his spirit got saved. But his flesh, and it is the flesh that birthed you. The flesh is not saved. So when it came to a time of being birthed, it birthed a sinner. Do you know that the flesh doesn't get saved? The flesh doesn't get saved. But we live in the flesh. Because we who live in the flesh, we are saved. We subject it under our authority. Understand it, brethren. And we subject it under authority. Amen. We live in the flesh. We who live inside it. We are saved. We got saved. And we were born again. And we were filled with the Holy Spirit. Now we live in this flesh. That is not saved. And we subject it under our authority. Hallelujah. Amen. It's like a gun. In the hands of a murderer. In the hands of a thief. Even if it will be in the hand of a policeman. The gun that is in the hand of a robber. uses it to torture people. A gun that is in the hand of a policeman uses it to help out people. Do you see the difference? Now this flesh that this flesh that has someone who is not saved inside it it is used to steal to tell lies to rob to commit adultery to do every filthy thing because inside is not saved and the flesh that is putting on is not saved
The flesh itself is not saved. It will be under subjection. Hallelujah. Amen. You who says that ah, this flesh have failed to have tried to overcome last, but you're not saved. The person inside is not saved. That's why you fail to control the body. But if the person inside would get saved, the flesh will obey the person who is saved. Another time I gave an illustration that the body is like you would have a cruel dog. A cruel dog. That dog, and whenever it sees someone who wants to bite him, Hallelujah. You walk with it when it is tied on the chain. Whenever it sees someone and wants to bite him, you pull it back. You control it so that it doesn't do it. Because for you, you're not like it. Your nature is different. And your wisdom is on another level. Now you control the dog. Though it wants to bite them, you control it. Amen. Amen. That is the flesh. The flesh is not saved. It sees a woman and it loves her. And it sees a man and it loves him. But if you're saved, that dog that dog that pulls itself away where it ought not to go you will control it never be deceived that there is anyone who is not tempted that for you are tempted so much more than others everyone is tempted even as you're here in church, you can get an evil thought, a bad thought, but you control it, and you say, no, this no. is no, I'm saved, I cannot do that, my mind, I refuse you to think like that, there is a brother, they were telling me about him. I don't remember. It was uh, a, a, a story of a long time ago. A fellow brother found him shaking his head. Leave me alone. Leave me. What's wrong, brother? What's happening? And he said, I've had an evil thought. He was shaking it off. Leave me. Leave me. Why? That is a saved person. A saved person is tempted. But when he's tempted, that thought, he can't tolerate it. He says, no, leave me. 
That is walking with a dog. A cruel dog. But you who has it, you're not like it. So you control it. You control it by the chain. The flesh is not saved. But it will be redeemed. Bible Gamba. The Bible says the last redemption will be of this flesh. And in the resurrection, glorified body. We will have what is called a glorified body. Hallelujah. Amen. We have three bodies. I'm talking about the children of God. The others have two bodies. Those Mr. Swansos. Madam Swansos. Those ones have two bodies. But the same people. We have three bodies. The first body. It's called the theophany in the, in the Greek language. It is a spiritual body. Paul calls this a housing. That when this earthly tabernacle will be broken, there is a heavenly tabernacle that is waiting for me. In this one we groan we cry and we long to be clothed by the other one so if we will be clothed we will not be found naked and the ones who die when someone dies Wali. He remains living. I'll explain that. Wali. He still lives on. But then he notices he's not in the condition that he was in before. You see yourself here. I'm Gideon. Nothing has changed about me. I remember. I remember whatever I've been. I know what I am. Gideon. Gideon. A saved person. A pastor. Susan's husband. I'm Gideon. I'm here. But then my body is down there. I, I see it. People don't see me, but I see them, and my body is laying down there. We don't have arguments about that. In Uganda, they say, Can we argue for what is for an animal that is being. Uh, that is being slaughtered? That is being slaughtered. No, it's not. If it is being slaughtered, we are going to know. Just be patient. Now, if you are doing that when you die, you won't be standing here and your body will be laying there. Should we argue for an animal that is being slaughtered? You wait a little. A little longer when you die. <laughs> now that's what it hap that's what happens. 
Brother Branham chamtukako. It happened to Brother Branham. And there are others who are not Brother Brennan that it happened to. And they testified. And it agrees with, with the scriptures. When this athlete tabernacle is dissolved, and many others that have ever heard, they say they look at their bodies that are and when they tell them go back to that body your time is not yet come they will say but Lord why should I go back yeah, he detests the body but the commandment takes him back he finds himself in the body all of a sudden hey, I'm still living I'm still living now that's what it is. Now this world that we are living in and yet you see yourself in the body. In the Greek language is what is called a theophany body. Amen. Now in that theophany body the dog that I was speaking about is not there in the theophany body. In the theophany body there is no being tempted. In the theophany body, there is no overcoming sin. Because sin, sin doesn't live in the theophany body. You cannot be tempted in the theophany body. You cannot sin in that body. In that theophany body. In the theophany body, they don't even get hungry. No, They don't even eat. No, They don't even sleep. No, They don't even get tired. In the theophany body, Hallelujah. Amen. This house of flesh is but a prison. Buzz. Bones. Gold, my soul. But this house of clay. One day, will burst open, wide open. When the angels close, my spirit away. And I will take my flower. Like a marigle. Hallelujah. Amen. Out of the flesh. Paul Agamba. Paul says. There is a person that I know. Like 10 years back. Who went in the third heaven. Where there was in the flesh. Or out of the flesh. I cannot tell. He was speaking about himself. He went in heaven. And he saw things. But he says I don't know whether I was in the flesh. Or I was out of the flesh. Meaning. You still remain living and understanding. And you see yourself somewhere. You're seeing things. You just need to see your body there and say, hey, now that is me. Ah, that is my flesh. Hallelujah! That's what happens. Now that is the second body. Which is the first body. Now the second body is this one. 
The other one, when you are coming out of eternity, when you are coming out of the mind of God, God brought you past that body. You went past it. And you entered in this body. This is the second body. The other one is the first body. Hallelujah. When you die, you will put on the other flesh. The holy person has that body and the sinner has that body. The one that belongs to a sinner is on its way that leads to hell. It is under. And when he dies, he puts on that body and he continues. All of a sudden he sees himself through darkness, through dark clouds. He sees himself continuing on and on. Going down to the bottomless pit. That's why you hear them cry. They're still on the deathbed. They have not died yet. You hear them cry, I'm falling in darkness. I'm falling in darkness. He started seeing where he's going. Hallelujah. But I believe his body is in the upper regions. It is close to God. It is always calling. It is always charging. It is always charging. That's why you see. You cannot. You cannot be in this world. And you feel settled and you feel home. No. A child of God. Even if you make him rich. Even if you give him good things. Still he'll sing saying. This world is not my home. I am just passing through. I am a pilgrim and a stranger. I am bound for the promised land. Who will come and go with me? Praise God. Because his other body is in the upper regions. The kingdom of God. Brethren, I'm not telling you that we shall become children of God. I'm not telling you that we shall have eternal life. I'm not telling you that we shall go to heaven. I'm telling you we are children of God now. We have eternal life. We are seated with Christ Jesus in heavenly places. There is no problem that you bring whether I'll have a visa or I won't have it. No. Let me fast for the visa so that I can get a visa. No. When you, if you believe in Jesus as your Savior, you have eternal life. Even if you feel weak, even if you don't feel spiritual enough, still you have eternal life. Hallelujah! Jesus is faithful and true. Whoever hears my word and he believes in him who sent me has cash. 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 Aina cash. Cash. 
eternal life. But why am I tempted? Because you're putting on flesh. Hallelujah. Your flesh is not saved yet. But you will also get saved one day. That's why you're tempted. But you have eternal life. I love Mika's words. He said, don't laugh at me, you my enemies. Because I'm fallen. I know that even if I fall, I'll stand. Even if I sit in darkness, it will shine upon me. Brother, sister. Brother, sister. The devil cannot manage me. He can weaken me. He can hurt me. I can cry. But he has not finished me. Then. And he cannot manage me. He cannot finish me. He cannot overcome me. Someone who has eternal life. How can you overcome him? Jesus said. No one can take away my life from me. I have a power to lay it down and to receive it. And he said, this law, I received it from the Father. If you also get saved, Jesus enters in your life. That commandment is in you. You can die of accident. You can die of accident. You can die of Because this flesh is not saved. You have not died then. We are persecuted but not forsaken. We are cast down but not destroyed. Amen. I know my Redeemer living. And though the skin worms will destroy this body, yet in my flesh will I see God with my own eyes. I shall behold him and not another. I know whom I have believed and I am persuaded that is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that death. That is a Christian. Oh, would you pastor close the pastor a testimony when Pastor Kilonzo was passing on. You would feel pain. That particular morning. He just turned and looked through into the window. And he went. On his face, it looked like he's just, he, he had a glow of peace when he has already passed. Gone. Just turned looked at the window. And that is how Christians go. We have eternal life, brother. 
Yokana yagamba. John say, O Muntana Chasovola. A human being can do nothing. O Kujako. When it was given him from heaven. They came and told him. The one that you baptized at Jordan. The one that you proclaimed. Is there doing miracles. And many people are following him. And he said I told you. As I am not Christ. For me I was just leading him in the way. There is nothing a human can do. There is nothing he can do. Unless it is given of him in heaven. In other words. The things that you see him doing. Don't take them for granted. It is a sign. That is not a human being. I also want to proclaim. We who left women. And we left men. And we left drinking. We left stealing. And we got saved. It not us who did those things. We got that from heaven. You think you're the one who did it? You cannot do it yourself. But you received it from heaven. It is God who gave it to you. Now when you die, you will go in your theophany body. You will join Paul. You will join Mary. You will join Paul. You will join Paul. You will join Brother Branham. You will join Jim Clonzo. You will join William Bosworth. You will join Liana. You will join Isaiah. You will join Sister Margaret. You will join Sister Margaret. Brother Cloud. You will join Brother Cloud. You will join all our brethren who went before us. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Brother, we have another church there. Hallelujah. Amen. To fellowship with you is here is good. But to fellowship with them there is also good. So whether you live here or whether you go, it makes no difference. Oh, blessed be the name of God. And then you will stay there. In the, in the sweet by and by. And then in the time of resurrection. The Bible says. Those who will be alive. And those who will be asleep. Those who will be alive. Will not hinder those. Who are asleep. But the trump of God shall. The Lord himself will shout with a. With a, shout, with, a, with a voice of the archangel. And the dead in Christ shall rise. We shall rise. Hallelujah. The Lord will descend with a shout and with a voice. With a voice. That voice that stood on the grave of Lazarus, on the tomb of Lazarus, and he screamed, Lazarus, come forth. 
that voice that screamed on the cross oh Jesus is my champion even in death he's he's raising the dead whatever imagine you're dying and you're raising the dead the Bible says when he was on the cross he shouted with a loud voice and the dead arose when Jesus shouts with a loud voice he is calling the dead then one day he will shout he will shout across this earth he will shout shout with a great voice and the dead will come out of the grave This flesh, your flesh, your flesh will not get lost. Don't you worry. The Bible says it is sown in weakness to raise up strong. It is buried mortal. It will raise immortal. It will not get lost. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. The other day I was on the barrel of Pastor Kilonzo. And they placed his coffin on the top. And they commanded those who control the crane to let it down. To lower the coffin. And it went slow. And his children were crying. To see it go down. As it went down. It is lowered in weakness. He's weak. But on that day, he will not need a crane to get him out. Praise God. Whether it will be sealed with concrete, it doesn't matter. You will be so energetic and so vibrant. He will be running at the speed of a thought. That nothing can hinder him. Praise God. I think it is Newton who said. That there is a speed a body can attain. And if it comes in contact with another solid thing. It will just go through it. Praise God. That is the speed. Your body will gain. Every molecule. Every molecule of your body. Will gain such an energy. To run at the speed of a thought. And the concrete. Will not break. You don't need it to break. You don't need it to crack. You just go, you just through, go through it. Hallelujah. And your body, the motor will put on immortality. That is the second body, the third, the third body called the glorified God. 
You have the physical. You have the theophany. You have the glorified. The sinners will not have a glorified body. That is only for you. The third one is only for you. And we shall live forever. We shall live eternally. Praise God. We shall go into the millennium. We shall have houses. And live in them. We shall have vineyards. And enjoy them. We shall have farms. And enjoy them. Putting on the glory. Glorified body. Praise be the name of the Lord. It shall be kings ruling this earth with our Lord Jesus Christ for one good thousand years. Amen. Amen. Woo. In a perfect condition. With our loved ones who have gone ahead of us in a perfect condition, in a perfect kingdom, in a perfect world. Then, after that, this world will be cleansed by fire. Where shall we be? We shall be in a state that cannot be touched by fire. Praise God. It shall be cleansed by fire. And then the new world shall be. This one is old and tired. It is suffering birth pangs. It is suffering birth pains. Brother Branham said, the first world war was the first was the first birth pang. The second world war was a second birth pain. He said that there was a threat of a bomb that could be released and destroy the whole world. Another third, you know, uh, birth Right now, Right now, the East and West is at war. Amen. We're in the kingdom of the last part of, uh, of, uh, of Nebuchadnezzar's image. The iron and the clay. And they can never be one. And for many times, at one point I heard it was about nine times. I don't know how many it has come now. Putin was warning to go atomic. We can't know what is going to happen. But what I know, Russia may not accept to be defeated. If they feel they have lost an upper hand, a grip on the victory, they are likely to release that bomb Brother Branham told us about that it is in, it's in Russia. It's written on America. It has been prepared for 
age for many, many years waiting for America. And that bomb is written in Revelation 18. These are scriptures. They can never fail. Amen. Amen. And Brother Branham, when he saw the last vision, the seventh vision, was a blast that he turned behind to see. And then he saw Debris. America was in Debris. And that will happen as real as we are standing here. Because it is that say the Lord. And that say the Lord can never fail. Maybe that provocation that is going on there is provoking that to happen. But a sign that this world will be born again. Bath pains. The old has to pass away before the new is born. Praise be the name of the Lord. So, brother, if you are born again, Inside you, you are born again. But the outside man is a sinner. But because the inside is born again, the sinner is always controlled. The sinner outside is always controlled. Now, if you lose him, and when temptation come for men you yield for women you yield for lying you yield is a sign that both are not born again the inside is a sinner the outside is a sinner and you can never see the kingdom of God. And you can never inherit the kingdom of God. Believers get tempted. But they don't yield their members to sin. They don't. Because they are believers. If it happens that they fall in a mistake, it is just a mistake. It's a mistake. And they regret it and never again. But this one who lives in sin, and you plan, and even you go for HIV tests, with that creature that you are dating or that is dating you. And you go for HIV tests. Planning to start sinning. You plan. You agree. 
and you start and you still think you are a believer you are not born again you are not born again you are a sinner hiding in church you are a church joiner you are not born again a Christian can fall in a in a trap that he has not intended. If it happens, it has to be that it was uh, that kind of a scenario. Amen. But that's why we are saying even when you give birth to a child, that child is a sinner. It has to be born again. Because the body is not a born again. But the inside man is born again. Praise God. For instance like this. Now that I told you what you don't believe by what you don't believe lay aside then take the pie. Notice, a glass is laying out in the kitchen. Not, not in, the, in the chicken yard. You don't just pick that up and put on your table and fill it up with water or milk. By picking it up is justification. Cleansing it is sanctification. The Greek word sanctify is a compound word which means cleanse and set aside for salvation. Not, not in service for service, then when you feel it, it is put in service. Now listen. We saw that the natural birth the woman the female it first releases water and then blood follows and then the child follows even here when you're being born again you receive eternal life it is a process like that it's a process. No matter how sinful you are, if sin is so concentrated in you, it doesn't matter. Because if you see for me, my parents were polygamists. My mother was a, 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 a wicked woman. It doesn't matter how, even if she was a, 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 a harlot, it doesn't matter. It just makes one point that you are a sinner. 
like any other sinner. There is no better sinner and worse sinner. Sinner is sinner. There is no sinner that is closer to to the, to, to children of God. And the one is far away from sinner is sinner. There is one process. The first one in the new birth, in the physical birth, water. Now that water for the new birth, for the spiritual birth, this is what happens. Asina Let's say he has had the gospel and he decides to accept Jesus as a personal savior. Like this brother who has raised up his hand that he wants to be baptized. Brother Ed, I think he's the one brother Ed. Brother Ed, brother Ed, are you here? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. He told me about him that, that I have a friend of mine I He's ready to be baptized. He told me about him in the evening. That's how they receive eternal life. The first thing, you hear the gospel. You hear the voice of God. You have to hear something. You can even hear now, but get saved But it came out of hearing. Now when you hear, no salawo, you decide, no kiriza, and you accept and believe to get saved. No salawo, no kiriza, and you accept and you decide to believe. Tuliwamu, are we together? No kiriza. You accept. That is so important. That's why I'm repeating it. No kiriza. And you accept. No salawo. And you decide. There is a lot of power in someone making a decision. There is nothing that is equal to that. When you decide that you want to die, is there anything that can hinder you? You decide to die and say, I'm going to die. And you see if you won't die. Now, there is power in making decisions. Yeah. You decide that I'm going to die. And you go. You go to Crested Towers. Up on the top. And you jump off. And you see if you still live. Or you get a boat. Hold it and when you reach in the middle of the lake. I can even direct you how you can do it. Yeah. You go and you hire a man there. And he will row the boat. Tell him I'm going to such and such an island. And you pay him. When you reach in the middle. And you jump off. 
And you see, he will still live. Many have killed themselves, not so. They decide. They decide in their hearts that I'm going to die. Decision making has power. That's why you see making a decision is what makes a man the husband to that woman. And it's what makes that woman a wife to that man. So long as she decides and she speaks out and she confesses it that makes her his wife. Where would you get such things if it wasn't for the message? In the religion realms that it is giveaways or introductions and to be wedlocked in church. No. Even if you've not gone for introductions, those things just follow after to fulfill the process. But when a man tells you, Will you marry me? Will you be my wife? And you say, Yes. I will marry you. And you're speaking from a decision. Not jokingly. No, you mean it. You are married there and there. You are husband and wife. Before God. Nothing can stop that. You have decided. That decision, that choice, that decision is what makes you his wife. Is what makes you her husband. Amen. That decision. What makes a man and a woman married is not living together on bed. No. You can live on bed for a hundred years and you're not married. You can produce 20 children and you're not married. In other words, the act that the unmarried does is the same act that the married does. But one is a perversion, sinful. Another one is legitimate. Amen. Amen. What makes it marriage is the commitment, is the decision that comes from a choice. Not living together by lust. 
There are many people living with women, but they have never decided in their hearts to marry them. Amen? They have never decided. And of late I've come to know that most women I don't know what used to what to use. I want to use a lighter word. Okay, let me say, let me use the same word. That they are weaker. They are weak. A simpler word. But you look at a person and what they do and you wonder, do they have the do they have the mind? A man tells you okay, I want to marry you. Okay. But I cannot marry you if before I know you. I've made these things. And you also, okay, he wants now, to know me. Yeah, yeah, and you are a Christian? And then after that. Again, I cannot marry you before you, you give me a baby. You have to conceive first. He's just testing you like he's testing Kwete. When we are still sinners, someone goes on testing Kwete. From there, he can. <laughs> there are women who sell Kwete. Legal in the marketplaces. Ndozako. Hey, give me Jaribu. Jaribu. Okay. Now in Dozako. Jaribu. Okay. Now in Dozako, hey, give me Jaribu. From there he goes when he's drunk. Without money, without price. Now you also you are allowed to be tested. Are you quete? What an abuse. Hey, And I've met people. That we have fellowshiped with. Who seem to be serious sisters. And they come to confess. How they fell. It was just a man turning them the way he wants. I cannot marry you. Unless I've tested. Then I cannot marry you. After he has tested I cannot marry you. Unless you produce for me. A Christian girl. I'm just sparing strong words. Solomon said that among 1,000 men, I found one, but among women, 
I'm still seeking for one. And it has puzzled my mind. It has really puzzled my mind. And I'm wondering, is it a, a, a mind that is just a, you know, void of understanding? Or they understand, but they are weak already to stand by what they know. I've met them. Even in the course of the week. And I was wondering, a Christian girl that you think these are firm, strong Christians. And then he told me, and then he told me, and you really want Now, it doesn't matter. If someone is still testing you, that Haina, if it is still testing you, because you are also one, that is not marriage. Even if you live forever together, and is never committed. There is one who came those days. He told me that if I get pregnant, you will not introduce me. You will not take me for introduction when he is not sure that I can give birth. Now that is not marriage. There is no commitment there. He is still testing so that he can make a decision. But what would you give, why would you give yourself out? She told me of those things and I felt so angry. How can you allow yourself to be abused? You are being abused. By a those words are biblical. That's why I speak them with a strong tongue. The unbeliever, the Bible calls him a pig. Jesus said, never lay your treasures before pigs. Which will trample upon it. And after it bites you. He was not talking about pigs. As animals. He was talking about unbelievers. If you asked him. If it were your daughter. And your man elopes with her and takes her to use her to test whether she can conceive or not. To be able to decide 
Whether he can come now for introduction or not. And now that man is using your daughter that way. Which person can feel good about that? Person? Now this one is also someone's daughter. And she's not the one who created herself. For you to first test. To find out whether she can produce or not. So that you can make a decision afterwards or not. Now the most troublous thing about that person who was telling me about this And to that man who was doing such things. And the family where she went. Who are waiting for her to conceive Then they will pay the bride price, price, price Then they will pay afterwards If she won't conceive No Meaning they will get another person That is someone who was once here And she backslid Some people Hell is the same but when they'll go to hell, they'll hurt so much more than others. Why? The regret that will be upon them will be so great. Someone who saw the truth and I heard the word and I despised it. Now I'm here. The haunting will be too much in their souls. You remember the thief on the cross? One of them was We are suffering for what we did. Yeah. But this one is innocent. There are those who will go to hell saying, Ah, I wish I knew. But you who knew, no the message. And you believe the message. No baptism. And you were baptized. No And you lived with the righteous. And you tasted of the heavenly gift. And on the good word. Bible Gamba. Bible says these words that we hear. The prophets wanted to hear these words. Jeremiah admired to hear these words. Ezekiel admired to hear this message. Bible And the Bible says, now how shall we escape? If we will despise these things. So, no Rachel. In marriage, mubufumbo, it is the commitment. Uba kwewa yoku. Not the acts. Sibi korwa. But the commitment. Na ye okwewa yoku. Maria mu yali achari mbereda. Mary was still a virgin. Nga achari watatuni mama we. She was still living with her father and her mother. But the angel told her, the angel told Joseph, Fear not to take Mary, your wife. 
Because the pregnancy that she was carrying was of the Holy Spirit. He is calling her his wife. Ruth, Solomon's wife. Ruth is Solomon's wife. She is still at Kantu's residence and Sister Kenjiri. The Kada said Kantu and Kenjiri of Kasese. Kenjiri we Kasese. Kenjiri belongs to Kasese. Metachiba wuni sizaga tuma kadi. Inchuma when you had the card being read. Ruth Achari. Ruth is still mumakaga in their home. Nae kubanga yakola e yakiriziganya na. But because she agreed with this command. She is his wife. And at this time, if he will say, ah, ah, I'm breaking these things. This one cannot marry any other car. When Ruth is still living. And get married to any other man if this one is still living. If they do it, they will be living in adulteries forever. Adulterers will never inherit the kingdom of God. That is the Bible. And the issues of marriage are so hard. Yes, we are When Jesus taught about those issues, his disciples marveled. Like Nakabuka is holding herself. And they said, eh, if the issues between a man and a woman are like this. Rahul enter heaven. And you ought also to ask yourself. Then who will enter? Jesus says, what is hard to man is possible to God. Thanks be to the Lord. So long as you promise a woman and she promises you, you're married then. You leave her, you go with another one, you're in adultery. And adulterers will never inherit the kingdom of God. Thanks be to the Lord. Jesus also to fellowship in his church. And you give tithe. And you give offerings. And you are baptized in his water. And your heart has never believed him. And your heart has never decided. It doesn't make you his disciple. 
If you decide, like that man decided, and at this time we are hit by a bomb and we all die. Before baptizing him, he goes to heaven. And you who was baptized long time ago. No You give offerings and everything. But in your heart, you've never made a real decision. Not that every decision is a decision. Not every decision. That's why you see. When Abraham believed God, he tried him. And he takes 25 years without a child. So that he can see how he will behave. Finally, he gave him a child. And he asked him of that child. I'm sacrificing. He asked him to sacrifice that child to him. Trying him. After he confirmed that he was a believer, then he gave him a sign. God. God doesn't know that you are a believer until you've confirmed that you are a believer. Because there are those who deceive themselves. When I say he doesn't know, I don't exactly mean that he doesn't know. But he decided that you have to confirm to show that you're a believer. Hallelujah. Not whoever says that he's a believer is a believer. That's why you see he tries us. I don't know which trial you have. But each one of us has a tribe. Hallelujah. He may take long to give you marriage. There is a brother here. He proposed to He talked about four sisters. And they rejected him. And he said, now, since these sisters in the church have rejected me, uh, for me, I'll go get anyone. He went to the world and he got himself Amina. And he brought her here. All of a sudden, we saw Amina here putting on long dresses. And it is not even hard for her to put on those long things. Later on, we heard that she's Swanso's wife. Chichi? What? He married her. He says that the sisters in the church rejected him. Now, you have to be tried. To confirm if really you believed. Hallelujah. 
This covenant, marriage covenant that we take you through. That one you are just repeating what your heart has already done when you say, yes, I'll marry you. Will you take this woman to be your lawful wife? Will you love and cherish and honor? In sickness and health, riches and poverty. Will you forsake all others and cleave thee unto her till death? Say yes, I will. Now Jesus also, when you are believing him, that is the covenant that you make. Just like the covenant you make you Jesus, I've accepted you to be my savior. I love you. I'll always pray. I'll always fellowship. Always fast. I'll forsake all the other men. Nightclub. I'll forsake the nightclubs. Omwenge. Drinking alcohol. Mini skirts. Mini skirts. Makeup. Makeup. Kwasa kwasa. Kwasa kwasa. Kiri ampaka chini. Kiri ya kiri ya paka wansi. Nale kango mulimba. I'll forsake lying. Nale kango kunyaga. I'll forsake cheating. I'll forsake taking vengeance. I'll forsake all the other men. I'll not get married to a worldly man. If I get married, I have to get married to a believer. I'll never marry a worldly woman. If I'll marry, I have to marry a believer. I'll all the and I'll cling unto you alone till death till death I'll be faithful unto death hallelujah in good times and in bad times whether I will be rich or not. Whether I will produce or not. Whether I will marry or not. Whether I will be healthy or sickly. Whatever will come my way. It will never separate me. Hallelujah. When we got saved, 
didn't get saved expecting that we will be blessed. Now I'm speaking to you my personal experience. We got saved knowing that we surrendered, given our as soldiers of Christ going to heaven. When we were among the Catholics, there was a group called the Zaverians. Now they would ask us, what are the Zaverians? That's the army of the Zaverians. And the answer would be, a Zaverian someone who does good things, not expecting rewards. When we got saved, we got saved not knowing that we'll be blessed. But whether suffering, whatever, I've surrendered myself to follow Christ. I've surrendered myself, I'm going to heaven. And Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. Oh, hallelujah. You know. That's how we got saved. That is someone we saved. A person we saved says, We will receive only good things from the Lord. If you see someone who forsakes Jesus, because brethren don't love him or her. Hey, at the time you got saved, were the brethren there? Because that she has suffered. Because ah, for me I will not live the, just like that without producing a child. Because whatever excuse if there is any issue that can make you forsake Jesus you are not worthy of him. But if you make a decision, I've believed in him and I've accepted him to be my savior. When good things will come, that's good. If they won't come, I'll still follow him until, until death. And when I'm a Christian, still saved. That's how they believe Jesus. What he will give me, that's what will be mine. What he will give me, I'll not receive it, it won't be mine. That is the believer. Now after accepting him, like that, and you're baptized in water, be baptized in water, it's an outside sign that shows death. And when we announce baptism, you put the word burial. They must have been announcements that have passed. That so and so who lives in such and such a residence died. No kuzika and a burial is on such a such a day. Bible. That is the Bible. There are scriptures. Bible The Bible says 
We died with Christ. And we were buried with him in baptism. Meaning, the one who has been a liar, an adulterer, a thief, the one who has been unmindful about what God is saying, meaning that one now died. Now this one is a new man. Now if the other one die, we will make a ceremony of burial. And we will take you in water. And we bury you. And we bring you out. Meaning the old one has died. And we bury that one. And then a new one resurrects. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what it means. Now that act that I've talked about in many words the Bible says justification by faith that it is called justification by faith justification by faith whoever is born in this world whoever born in, is born in this world is condemned Except these little children because they don't know evil and good. But someone, everyone is born condemned. Now if you do that, that is what is called be born by water. In the process of being born again, when mother is giving birth, there the waters come out. And, and what follows is the next stage. This person, though he saved, he came with a nature. That is still in him. Bad habits are still on him. Let's say he's been having anger. He's been smoking cigarettes. He's been enjoying TikTok. 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 Sometimes there's someone who told me I sleep at 2. Wakes up around 11 or midday. Spends the night on TikTok. Spends the night in hell. These phones that you see. That is the door to hell. If you won't use it well. Facebook. 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 I used to hate Facebook. I used to hate it. I used to speak against it. And the young men would speak against it. But when I went on, when I put Facebook on my phone, what I discovered is there. Until recently, I had to delete it. Get lost. Facebook. 
The chilunji chili wano. A good thing is here. And it is followed by something that is filthy. The filthiest. Recently I was uh, planning to preach with a pro, with the media people. And I was planning to blend a TikTok. And we talk. But it will be horrible for a believer to be to put to have that app on your phone. TikTok. TikTok. You'll find a clip of a preacher. Preaching for a few minutes. Like two minutes. And the next video. It will be a filthy video tomorrow. TikTok. 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 And the short, you want to see the next one, the next one. And the one will come and a filthy one will follow. A good one will come and a filthy one will follow. By the time there will be nothing good that you've got from me but the filthy things alone. This is an evil age. If there is an evil age, it is this one. The other time for a man to entice a woman, he would write a letter. He would even seek for someone to help him take, him, take it to that home. For a woman to get a wrong seed in the mind, it would be very hard to find him along the way and to tell her that you love her or to write a letter. You don't know whether she'll hit you with that letter or she'll abuse you. But this is the age of asking for contact. When a man gets your phone contact, Akumase. he's through with you. Can I pay you by mobile money? He pays you. He saves the contact. And he goes to he goes into he goes into WhatsApp. And the following morning, hi, 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 hi. And the things start like that. And he ripens you. Now this is an evil age. You have to know this age. There has never been an evil age like this one. Girls. They are always there in their rooms. Quiet. They don't sleep. The whole night they on their phones. With their pipes in hell. Soothing. Drinking. They spend the night getting filthy. Even if you call them to pray. You just see them sitting at the back. 
You just see them bow in time of prayer. And they cannot pray. They are guilty all the time. They are haunted by the things they do in their rooms. The communication they have with the boys and men haunts them. So they, they are not free. Because man was not meant to live dirt and filthy. When you do funny things, you get haunted. You have no peace. You are a slave. No wonder straight is the gate. And narrow is the way. And few will make it. This is a wicked age. Sanctification makes you to hate those things. And quit them. And turn away from them. Brother Bram compares it with picking a glass from the dustbin or from the chicken house. It is a precious vessel with a good, good purpose. You pick it. But it is dirty. It is filthy. The chickens have dropped in it. It is smelling. That is God going into the world. And picks a sinner. By his choice. He picks you. By his grace, by his mercy, he picks you. You are filthy. Some women don't respect their bodies. Oh my. Because we are in a very wicked generation. We are in a wicked world. You find people don't respect their bodies. How do you just expose your body to, to men like that? Like, like it's a dustbin. Easily. No wonder you've had a campaign or a or an, uh, an operation clean, clean, cleans the families. Operation clean the homes. Operation Men have wakened up that some of the children are not theirs. And they are lining up for DNA tests. 
until even the parliament no parliament netuka is concerned ne kwatibwako i heard the the parliament was so concerned nauli and parliament yakwatibwako nyo trying to come up with a, a law to protect children ngabageza ko kuvani teka elikuma abana the innocent children abana abatalina musango because men are discovering most of these creatures they have been loving so much and planning for and educating and creating inheritance they are not theirs and it is it is very overwhelming like you also know at your workplace your fellow workers how they behave the women with your masters and the people that you work with from there they go spend the day there and the time and you are married women at night they go back other men have heart during day. The husband will have heart night. And they don't respect their bodies. Brother Branham called them sex dusty beans. And I've realized most women apart from the daughters of God they are filthy dustbins. No respect for their bodies. To them sex with a man is just like a, just like a handshake. That's who they are. But your body is sacred. And God made you to keep it. Brother Branham said God gave a woman a sacred responsibility to keep your body to keep your body from strange seeds. And if there is something that God hates, it is that act done outside marriage. Of all things, there is nothing God hates like that. There is nothing God hates like it. an act between a man and a woman who are not married. To the extent the days of Noah, the flood came because of that. To the extent 
God put it in his word. That a child that is born outside that. That child is, is an abomination. And his children will be. And their children. And their children. And their children. And their children. Whenever you produce a child. Washing yourselves from the filthiness and it reduces. It's like an onion that has rotten coverings. You peel off the first one. You peel off the second one. You peel off the third one. The third, the fourth one, the fifth child, the tenth. For, 40, for 400 years for that filthiness to be done away with. 400 years. That child was born in adultery. He's still filthy before God. Yeah, the filthiness goes on peeling off, peeling off. After 400 years, how many generations of grandchildren are that? Brother Bram and Brother Bram say, Show me where God changed it. In other words, he still hates that deed like that. There is nothing that God hated in the Old Testament. And then that he reached somewhere and then he didn't hate it. When we speak about grace, it doesn't mean that God took away the hatred that he had upon that thing. But grace was so much. And he hated, but he forgave. On the basis. Of repentance. And accepting Jesus Christ. But what about if we continue taking them casually? Is there forgiveness there? God still hates it in the same way. But to those who repent, grace is granted. To those who repent. But what about those who continue taking it lightly? Lightly. Lightly. Give me. Have. Does that grace apply? God still hates it the same way. Four hundred generations. And that child who was born in that day is still filthy before God. 
there is no amount of sacrifices or oh, oh, repentance that can take it away. Never be deceived. But because we are living in a time of grace, that sin now is not so much of sin. No. Brother Branham Ovaka, Brother Branham in the message, law, uh, uh, law or grace, something like that. Take over, Chisa. He preached a sermon. He said, he called. Yeah, he, he, said, he, compared, he said, in the Old Testament, when you sinned, you came with a lamb to the priest. The Gideon, I, Gideon, I committed adultery. I asked for forgiveness. And this lamb let it represent me in this case. So the high priest wouldn't even look at him. He would check the lamb, check the ears, check the eyes, check the hooves and everything. Yeah, it is the right lamb. He would take it he would say, lay your hands on them, on it. He would lay your hand on it. He would lay your hand on it. And he would place a knife on its neck. He would slaughter it. And it would bleed. It would kick. As life is leaving it, you have to feel the pain that it's going through. And then you know that you are the one who is supposed to die. So that you can get a conviction and a pain in your heart. Because of your sins. That that's how God hates the sins that you've been committing. They would write your name. This is 16th July 2023. Gideon Vekwaso. He has repented. Because of adultery. And the lamb has been accepted. To die in his place. And the record would be kept. There would be a high priest that would minister every year. If that, that one was still a high priest, if it would happen that you come back with a lamb, and you say, I'm Gideon Vekwaso, I committed adultery, they will get out the records. And they find your name there. That under the leadership of that same high priest, you repented of that sin. Now you've come back with another lamb. That lamb wouldn't be accepted. They would stone you. That sacrifice would not be accepted. That was an example that you the sinner, if you repent and you receive grace, never go back. Grace 
Grace doesn't give you freedom to go on doing those filthy things. We have to fear sin. Brethren, the adulterers and the liars and the thieves and the malicious they will never inherit the kingdom of God. They will never but when you believe Jesus no, and you're baptized no, and you're justified you ought to rejoice you ought to be thankful that God has forgiven you then you forsake completely what is called sin so and the process and he washes you from those sinful lusts now that glass that was picked in the rubbish or in the chicken pen and it's cleansed. That is the process of a child that is being born. Now the blood has come then. In the new birth there are what? Three stages. Believing I mean, there is the stage of water breaking out, and then blood follows, and then life follows. Now here, in the spiritual, you believed Jesus, that was water, that broke out of the mother. And then the blood followed, that is sanctification. Then what follows, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. After you're filled with the Holy Spirit, it's like the seed that was placed in the ground. Never. And it dies. Never. And it rots. And then a new one germinates. You're born again. The old one has to first die. Don't you see that that process is a real dying? Then you claim I'm born again. Born, born, born again. Lord, I'm born again. Born, born, born again. Lord, I'm born again. There you are born again. Brother. You are born again, sister. The old is dead. Behold all has been made new. That is a born again Christian. Recently I was with some people in the vehicle and there was you, you really, we really desire the rapture to take place and we go home. There were ministers and I asked them brethren 
Are you sure you received the Holy Ghost? Can you point at an event in history in your life and you say such and such a time he came in I received the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit you should not seek the rapture. It is not a blessing for you because you are going to remain behind and the door will close. No more mercy. So some people are in churches, even some are preachers, they have never completed this process of the new birth and they are, they, are, they, are, they are anticipating to go to heaven. 